Your value doesn't change just because of somebody's inability to see you. What in the 20s is going on? In the 20s, on? Yes. Yes. The 20s what baby. In the 20s. What in the 20s is going on? I am here on? for the 20s, baby. This is the 20s. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Zamam Kize, and this is What's in the Twenties, a podcast where you listen to me grow through it, baby. Welcome, everybody. Hello, hi, everybody. I hope you're good. I hope you're well. I hope you've been taking care of yourself on the other side of this recording. Um, I'm good on my side. I think that I've been taking really good care of myself, and it feels really nice. Um, because I think there was a time when I wasn't. So now that I've really started pouring back into me and prioritizing me and putting all my energy into me and just all of that. Ooh, it's so good. It's so nice. <laughs> it's so good. It's so nice. It's so worthwhile. On this episode, I'm going to be speaking about how your value doesn't change Regardless of where you're at, you decide. You decide what you're worth. You decide. And I'm speaking about this because I definitely shapeshift in the past. And when I say the past, I mean like last year. <laughs> uh, very recently still, I'm still trying to learn to understand it because it sounds so simple when you speak about it that wherever you go whichever room you're at you're still you you're still worth what you say or understand yourself to be worth now my issue for myself and for people like me who resonate and and relate and all of that is very often we probably let our environment or other people dictate or decide for us what our value is or what we're worth. And then from then on, we try to prove ourselves <laughs> worthy. We try to overextend ourselves, overcompensate, do more than we need to, to try to prove our worth and our value and etc. etc. because we see where somebody else has placed us. And we don't trust that we're still worth the value that somebody else has already seen in us or that we see in ourselves, you know, because we constantly feel like we have to prove something. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> I'm sure we've all heard the story, but I will repeat it about a bottle of water and depending on where it is, how the value of it changes. And so you can go to the supermarket and get it probably for six, seven rand. And then you can go to the garage and it's about like eight, nine, ten rand. And you can go to fine dining, a fine establishment. And it's about 50 rand for the bottle of water. And it's the same bottle of water. And that's what I'm trying to speak to is that very often, depending on where we are and our environment and who we're surrounded by, we kind of shapeshift and adapt. Adaptability is wild (laughs) because as much as it can be an incredible strength, it can also be your weakness in the sense that you find yourself people-pleasing just so that you are accepted into spaces and you are desired by the environments in which you occupy. And um, 
it's still you're still that same bottle of water but the other perspective is that maybe you're not in like you're not the problem you're just in the wrong space so if you feel like you're being underappreciated if you feel like you're not receiving the the i guess the love and attention and exception and all of that kind of stuff that you deserve and the recognition and all of that kind of stuff maybe you, the issue is not with you you're just not in the right space like that bottle of water who could just go to a fine establishment and they will value it at 50 rand you know and so that could speak to the people who you're surrounded by the people who are occupying your time and your energy your workspace you know and you could just you got to shift. <laughs> you got to shift, but you're still worth that 50 rand, you know, to somebody or to a space, to an environment, to there like there are people who will always see you. There is a space for you. Don't doubt that just because somebody is not trying to meet you with the energy that you thought, you know, you thought you were putting in, don't doubt that there is a space where you will be welcomed and accepted because very often what happens is when we see someone who doesn't see us for our worth and value and all of that, we accept that to be the truth. And when we accept that to be the truth, we start playing to that standard. We start becoming that mediocre standard of what it is that somebody else sees you to be to the point where it almost feels like mind games it feels like brainwash and you start oh you start tolerating things you shouldn't have to you start playing small and thinking small and accepting small you know because your environment and the people who you're surrounded by this is this is how it's supposed to be this is how what like this is it this is it (laughs) and you make yourself so small and inferior because that's how you're, I guess that's how you can survive being in that space. It's that adaptability I was speaking about earlier. And I experienced that too, man. And th- that was crazy to me. <laughs> that was crazy to me, you know? Like, I experienced just a completely different way of living, thinking that that was what I deserved because... Not only was I, like, I felt so, as I'm going to use the word brainwashed, because I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's almost like you can't see. (laughs) You can't see yourself for who you are. You can't see yourself for what you deserve. You can't see yourself for what you bring to the table, what you provide. Like, you don't have that self-love, you understand? Like, you just, it's just what? You know, because you're so busy looking at yourself through the lens of somebody else looking at yourself through the lens of your surroundings and of your environment. And it's so difficult to snap out of it. Let me tell you something. When you're in that space, it's so difficult to see that like, nah, this this isn't right. But don't get me wrong. Your intuition will keep trying to guide you because you will feel uncomfortable. That's definitely something that I experienced when I was in that space and time out, there was a discomfort with what was going on because I knew, like, I knew what I deserved. <laughs> I knew 
the value of what I bring into the space, into a room. But I doubted myself because if this person was going to accept something else or wanted me for this, it's like the same thing with, let me put it like this. So I'm a freelance artist, right? And the truth is, wherever you go, you're constantly negotiating your price and your value and your worth depending on somebody's budget somebody's ability to see like how valuable what you're doing and the service you're providing is seeing the company you're working for and all of that kind of stuff you're constantly having to negotiate because people don't see you the same way you know for you to just come up front and be like this is what I'm worth this is what I want immediately as an artist they're gonna have a discussion about Mm, mm, can we do this amount? Can we do that amount? And you're going to see how it shifts so much because sometimes you're doing a favor for a friend, a favor for someone who is a family member, this, that, whatever. And so your value will shift there. I've experienced that too. <laughs> you start just de decreasing the price over and over and over so that the other person is comfortable with having you work with them or be a part of having you be a part of their team, you know. And it's crazy because you you were the one who was approached. They came to you saying, mm, I would love for you to be a part of this thing, but for this price. And so because you you what you love what you do and you want to be a part of it, you're willing to settle for that price because you know what else are you gonna do? But then you go to a different space. And they see you valued at way more. I remember this one time I asked for the price that I thought I was worth, right? I thought I was like, okay, this is how much I'm willing to work for. And they were willing to pay me over triple the amount I asked for. They were like, oh no, honey, we don't do that here. And <laughs> I was so stunned and shocked. And I was like, what? Me, they paid me over three times the amount. I remember telling my mom and my mom was like, this is crazy, Summer. Do you see how like people are inspired and welcome the work that you do? Stop playing small. And I thought that that was what I was worth because that was what I was doing for so long. Those were the jobs I was accepting for so long. And even in terms of my relationships with people, I think there was a certain standard I accepted in terms of my friendships, in terms of partners, in terms of like the ugh, so many things regarding people in terms of how I expected to be treated and welcomed and understood. And I remember feeling so confused when I was met with such deeply satisfying and fulfilling friendships where there was so much care where they were willing to do things for me. I always get so uncomfortable when someone wants to do something for me. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, it makes me so like, oh, it makes me feel like, okay, now nah, I owe them something or I have to do something better to make up for it. You know, I'm always just so nervous and scared. And it was so interesting being met with friendships who were always willing to do things for me and make me feel wanted and appreciated and accepted and it was okay to ask for certain things in those friendships because of the fact that I was a good friend and so why don't you see yourself as deserving of the type of love care 
and affection that you're willing to give to others. You know, it's almost like you're willing to have so much grace and understanding and all of that for other people, but you don't expect that you don't expect to be met with that same understanding because you don't you don't put people on that same kind of bar you know you just you try to move with no expectations and stuff like that because you're used to you're used to accepting the complete opposite you're used to pouring so much and getting very little if nothing at all in return you know and that became your standard for so long in life that when people actually want to pour into you and love you and celebrate you it's you become so overwhelmed and confused you don't even know how to receive it it's like something i mentioned earlier when i was like you feel like you have to repay them or do more and above so that it like equalizes the scale or something so that you don't feel like you owe like (laughs) and it's so intense this feeling of not being able to see yourself i think this year in particular I wasn't able to see myself for a while and mentally I think I was so uh, I don't know what I was I don't know what I was but it was very difficult and that's the thing like when you're sometimes going through something mentally and emotional it will fog up a lot of your perspective and views on a lot of things it will make things very blurry for you to understand that you are of importance, that you do provide value into a space and a room. That even though I remember seeing this um lady, she was asking this other lady, she was like, What would you do if this man was a 10 out of 10? However, he's unemployed. Like, now where do you rank him? You know? And the other lady was like, he's still a 10 out of 10. And her explanation was, there was a time in my life when I was unemployed, but I was still a 10 out of 10. And I was just like, whoa, points for self-awareness. You know, like just because this might be the season of your life or your situation that you're sitting in your life doesn't take away from who you are. Just because you might not be the person who is driving an expensive sports car, who is working at a well-renowned, well-renowned law firm, etc., 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 doesn't take away from the fact that who you are as a person is still wanted, is still desired, is still good enough. And it was so important for me to learn that and understand that and accept that and practice that that regardless of the spaces I take up, I believe in who it is that I am. I believe in who it is that I share myself to be and the heart that I have. And I don't need somebody else to dictate that for me. I mean, other people are going to decide whatever they're going to decide. And that's based on how they see themselves. That's based on their own perspective of who they are. And that is going to like you're already playing on somebody else's bias. You're already at a disadvantage because of somebody else's bias towards their own background of how they value themselves. And so that's how, that's the scale in which they're going to, they're going to value other people. And I think something that I had to understand is that things are important to different people in different spaces. Um, so 
for example, my friends, my friends are employed, they were corporate, they're just, it just looks like they have their life together from my perspective. And I used to be so envious of that kind of stability. I used to desire that so much, you know, because I'm, I do a lot of freelance work and every day is different for me. (laughs) I decide how my day is going to look. I decide how much effort I put into, you know, each and every day, how much work goes in and all of that kind of stuff. And I used to wish so badly that I was one of my friends, but in a different space, in a different environment, other people are looking at me and going, Zama, I wish I had what you had. And I think you need to remember that like, you're you provide different things for different people and different needs for different people. And some people are looking at you going, I wish I had what this person had. I wish my life looked the way this person looked. I wish I could have the courage and ambition and drive and passion that this person has. I wish, you know, like it's so different for so many different reasons. And you need to remember that we're all on our own very different and personal journeys that how could we even begin to compare and say that this one is more valuable because of this like it's on what scale you know on what scale are we measuring this you know because that person could wish that they had the time that you had could wish that they had the energy and vigor for life that you had or have and the friendships that you have and the love that surrounds you you know what I'm saying and it's so different somebody's like the way that we can measure the quality of someone's life is so different like do you measure it by someone's ability to make x amounts of money to have a car an apartment and this and that or do you measure it based on someone's experiences in life you know ability to have all these traveling stories and stories about where they went to this and they did this and they ate this and they met this person and they, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Do we measure it on someone's ability to have deep, meaningful connections with people, to have really long-term relationships and friendships with people? You know, how do we measure how good someone's life is and I think that is your own personal criteria that you got to evaluate and stop trying to compare because you could have what somebody else has and still feel so unfulfilled in your life and so you got to remember that what we're really all should I say chasing in this life is fulfillment desiring in this life is fulfillment just recently I had somebody (sighs) Two friends of mine, actually, who, not two, probably a, a handful of friends of mine, but like specifically this person who really spoke a lot of sense into me. But I had somebody see me and literally say to me, Zama, why are you moving as if you don't know who you are? <laughs> this person said this to me on. Saturday, yeah, it was like Saturday night. I remember they were like, Summer, like, you don't even understand the way other people see you or the way that I see you and all of it. Like, you are so incredible and this and that, and you worry and you stress and you get so overwhelmed as if you're not 
driving impact, as if what you're doing isn't valuable, as if what you're doing isn't helping someone, you know, and I don't understand that. <laughs> it was so crazy. Like this person was actually like almost like shouting at me like <laughs> Like, I don't understand how you can't see. You literally have tangible evidence. The people in your life, like, Zama, wake up. (laughs) And it was really, really nice. And I think important for me to notice that, like, Zama girl, Zama girl, you got to get in the ring. You got to participate in this life, you know, and stop thinking of yourself as just I don't know like a struggling artist or this and a that and a that because that's not the case because if you keep looking at yourself from that lens that is what you're gonna keep accepting yourself to be that is kind of the lifestyle you're going to live that's how you're gonna approach your life but if you see yourself the way that in which you intend the as a this and a that and a that in all the best ways you're going to start seeing your life reflect that and um, people in your life are going to step up to also support that statement. And those who cannot will just fall away. And that's fine. They simply just do not measure up to the standard of what you provide. And that is fine. You don't need to shapeshift anymore. You don't need to downplay anymore. You don't need to make yourself smaller or inferior so that so that someone can accept you anymore you don't need to do that not when you see yourself not you know that changes when you see yourself and so I'm really grateful that I'm at this place and at this point where uh, at least I'm starting to I don't want to say I'm all the way there you know but like it's a process it's a journey you know because it's it's also difficult when you so badly want to be a part of a certain space or want to be accepted by someone and wanted by someone how much you're willing to change and you know but like just you got to be you got to be strong and firm in who it is that you are you got to be strong and firm in understanding and believing that you are what you say you are you are beautifully and wonderfully made fearfully and wonderfully made you know you are powerful beyond measure everything you want to be everything you want and desire already exists inside of you you know there's just you gotta speak life back into you you gotta wake up you gotta get into the ring as i keep saying you know and fight for yourself you deserve it. You absolutely deserve it. Regardless of what state you are in your life right now, what season you feel like you're at, you're still that 10 out of 10 and you got to fight for that and you got to believe in that and you got to show up for that person. So that's all I got to say. Is It's been such an interesting experience seeing myself again and choosing myself again, valuing myself again and also seeing people see me and seeing people choose me and value me has been such a beautiful experience compared to a time in my life where I don't think that that was the case so that's all I gotta say have a good day have a good evening I don't know what time you're listening to me at but as always sending all my love goodbye this is 20s